Welcome to the RDH Magazine Podcast, an Endeavor Business Media production. This show represents the voice of today's RDH. Like mine. And mine. Like mine. And mine. And mine. And yours. Join us each Tuesday and Thursday as we explore trending topics and go behind the scenes and into the minds of our amazing writers and friends. And now, here's the latest episode with Jackie Sanders. Welcome back, everyone. This is Jackie Sanders, Chief Editor of RDH Magazine, and today I am hanging out with Lanny Macbeth. Hello, Lanny. How are you today? Hello, Jackie. It's such an honor to be here with you. Oh, it's a, it's just always fun to hang out with you because I always know we're both going to be smiling and laughing. So it's, <laughs> it's a good day for me. It is a great day for sure. Well, First and foremost, first and foremost, I want to be able to look at you here. I mean, I got to call you a couple months ago, but today I get to look at you and congratulate you on being a winner of the Sunstar RDH Award of Distinction. Congratulations, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. I, you know, that doesn't do it justice, <laughs> but um, it, was, it was quite the surprise for sure to receive that call tell our listeners that the call we shared was very emotional. How's that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it, was a, it was a good day. But Sunstar divided the awards this year into categories. And the category you won was for full-time clinician. So you are still in the operatory. You're still working with patients every day. You still work with periodontal disease and probing depths and all those things. But the stories that really stood out with you, Lanny, were the life-changing diagnosis that you made with not one, but numerous patients. Would you tell me about a couple? I'm getting choked up here. Um, Would you tell me a couple of those stories of those individuals whose lives you've saved? So the very first one that really impacted me was a 60 three-year-old patient of mine that I had seen for probably 11 years. And I had just attended Susan Cotton's very first presentation on her cotton method. And I took what I learned there and applied it the very next time that I was in the operatory. And this particular patient had a nodule just underneath her ear that was about the size of a grape and it was not bilateral and she wasn't aware that it was there. And I said, this isn't right. You need to have this looked at further. And she told me, Lanny, I I was just at the doctor. They didn't Mm -hmm. find anything. Everything was okay. And that statement comes more often than any clinician would ever imagine. It has actually happened several times now. So anyway, she went on and did follow my recommendation and went back to her primary care doctor. And ultimately, it was a benign tumor, but it was surrounding her carotid artery. And the surgeon basically told her that had it not been found and removed, that she would have ultimately had a stroke. And when you know that you impact patients' lives by what you do, 
it empowers you to keep doing it and doing it more and more and more. So that was really one of the first things that happened to me by doing something that was not in our normal change of life experiences for patients. Yeah, you know, we often hear, uh, number one, to our listeners, if you have never heard Susan Cotton speak or are aware of the Cotton Method, I know Lanny and I both highly, highly recommend you attend her course or get on her website and learn about it. It only takes a few minutes, you guys, and it can save somebody's life. And often we hear, you know, oh, yes, I found something. But here I get to share time today with Lanny. She's not only found one, two, but also I was reading a story about three, three stories. But then there was also a story about you were in a, was it an emergency room? And you heard a little boy that fell asleep. Um, Tell us that story. So it was actually my oldest sister's grandson. We were actually in hospice care as my sister was succumbing to her pancreatic cancer. So the family had all surrounded and we were basically doing a 24-hour visual with everybody. And he had fallen asleep and he was snoring horrifically. And he was four years old and... After my sister passed, I sat down with Lori's son and daughter-in-law and shared with them that a four-year-old shouldn't snore. No matter how tired they are, no matter what life circumstances are, but it meant that he wasn't breathing. And ultimately, that was going to impact his brain development and that it would change his adult life if they didn't address it. And Lori passed away in September. And in November, they were in the ENT's office and addressing it. And he had his tonsils removed because they were basically touching each other. Um, And he's now, gosh, he's nine now. So he's in expansion. And yeah, it I know has changed his life for the better. So, yeah. And it's, I, I, I embrace your stories because, you know, we often hear hygienists talking about burnout. Well, when you start adding these extra little pieces of knowledge that you have, and you can apply that to your daily, I don't want to call it routine, but your daily care, you start finding these other things that can make just as great of a difference in someone's life as cleaning up their gingival bed or periodontal disease or whatever they've got going on. And so if, if you were to take Susan's method and, or the cotton method, and if you were to recommend to our listeners one easy, two easy steps that they could do at the beginning of an appointment, what would you recommend? Hmm. The first thing is your exam starts the second you greet your patient because you're looking at them, you're looking for symmetry, you're looking at their throat, they're looking at how they walk, you're looking at their gait. So when we think about what we incorporate into our operatory and into our one hour schedule. Yeah. You just have to find the little niches of where you can actually do stuff. Susan and I have had many conversations about 
her exam, the cotton method. And I don't stop looking after I've finished the oral cancer exam. I look the entire time that I'm in the mouth. So really, I guess saying to clinicians is that our job doesn't stop just because we checked the box. I don't know if that really answers your question a whole lot, but yeah, you have to do both the intraoral and the extraoral exam. And when I do the extraoral exam, I'm asking all the other questions, you know, how's your sleep? How's your fatigue? How's your, do you have any trouble swallowing? All the things that Susan has taught us, but I just incorporate it in that three minute conversation with my patients. So I even incorporate it when I take x-rays, you know, I'm asking questions. So just including those tasks all together. Well, I I think that's probably the best advice you you just gave is it doesn't stop. It's not those first two or three minutes. It's that full hour. It's the whole time you, you know, and I talk to people that say, oh, I just got a new dentist. And the first thing I said always is, are you getting an oral cancer screening? And frightfully, it's how unfortunate how many people say, what is that? And so, you know, that the fact that it goes on during the whole appointment, you can be talking about what you're doing for your patient at that time. They're going to brag to their friends that they went to the dentist and actually had an oral cancer screening. They were asked about their breathing. They were talked to about their snoring. There are so many things we can be doing other than just pro breedings. So thank you for, for highlighting that. Now, to our listeners, the best thing about Lanny Macbeth and Susan Cotton is they are both Colorado residents, and RDH Under One Roof next year will actually be in Denver. So I am sure both of these ladies will be there with bells on talking about oral cancer screenings, all of the other things that these ladies do in the state of Colorado. And they'll probably also be joined by Cindy Purdy, who's always talking about ergonomics. So Colorado will be strong next year. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Well, Lanny, as I said, we knew this time was going to fly by way, way too fast. Always. Um, (laughs) Once again, I want to tell you congratulations for your award recipient this year. And do you have any closing remarks to our listeners before we wrap up this call? Just come and join us at um, Under One Roof. And it's about the networking that you do at these events that will change your life, change your career, and keep you going. Absolutely. I have one other thing that I, I want to throw in real quick. We'll probably go over time, but that's okay. I also want to let our listeners know you belong to several organizations. Uh, you and I are both members of AOSH. You are also a member of the Academy of Biological Dentistry and Medicine, and you're also a member of Integrative nu- Nutrition. And some of these organizations, um, I just I want to share this with our listeners because there are other organizations that you can connect with to get around like minds, to learn more from. Of course, we want you to be members of, of our organizations, you know, of ADHA, but there is a lot of other areas that you can be networking with and learning from and putting yourself out there to help you get through any burnout that you might be having. How's that? Anything else, Lanny? 
No, <laughs> just keep learning. Okay. Well, that's what we're here for. I want to tell you thank you. And I want to tell all of our listeners, thank you for spending time with Lanny and I today. Take that extra few seconds, minutes, the whole hour to give your patients a little extra love and look for things that they don't know are going on. Everybody have a great day and hope to see you all real soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of RDH Magazine Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this interview. Hit that subscribe button and join us next Thursday for another conversation with Jackie Sanders. Find us on social media, visit our website, and sign up for one of our amazing newsletters to keep up to date with your profession. Hygienists come for the education, but stay for the community. See you next time.